Have you ever dreamed of what life would be like if you were financially free? Yeah, me too. Which is why despite having three children under the age of four and working full time, I decided to start an online business. However, I was not prepared for the chaos starting a business would wreak on my life. I lost sight of the things that were most important to me. The result? I was stressed, overwhelmed, and exhausted with nothing to show for it. I was ready to call it quits. When I realized something, when I keep the most important things in my life stable, that is when I thrive. Now I'm on a mission to inspire other amazing women to do the same. But the real question is, how do we do it? Join me on my journey as I build my financially freeing business using today's top marketing strategies while keeping stability in my home, family, and mind. My name is Johanna Buss, and this is the Stable Mama Podcast. Hello and welcome back. I am so excited to have Reem Karbat back with us. If you didn't get to catch her mini episode, I would definitely check it out. She's an incredible woman who has built three wonderful businesses while raising her daughter. And I just cannot wait to learn more about her story. So let's give a big welcome to Reem. Thank you so much. So happy to be here again with you in the show. It was awesome last time. And this time I'm sure that we're going to have a blast. Thank you. Definitely. And I'm excited. So let's just dive right in. I would love to learn more about your businesses. You have three. That's amazing. Yeah, (laughs) it is amazing for people, but it's uh, super busy. It's super exciting. And sometimes you, it's, it's easy to get overwhelmed, but when you love something, uh, when you love something so much, you just, again, you don't feel that you're working and you enjoy every bit of it. So yeah, I have three businesses. <laughs> and 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 there are a lot of ideas when you start one, it just does not stop because like when you know that you're capable of doing things and it's just that easy and sometimes it's just your thoughts holding you from doing things, you realize that you can do one, two, three, four, five businesses at the same time. The secret is when you learn how to stop yourself from holding yourself back okay? And just opening up and delegating things, you become just like a plan master and you just put down what you really want and you get others execute. So it's just the start. And I think that this year is going to be great. We have a lot of plans coming in. That's very exciting. And I can't wait to learn about the new plans. But I just wanted to touch base. Yeah. You talked about mindset, and that's something that I've been diving into and really kind of struggling with as I start up my new business. How did you really get in the right frame of mind to be so successful in your businesses? It wasn't something that I knew about before. It wasn't something that I um, I decided to change or switch. I was uh, I was a girl uh, again. I was a girl coming from a very simple country, from a very conservative family, and as I always mention, we were tend to believe that we we cannot dare to dream big or to do anything in our life. But I always felt that. I cannot be like that and I cannot accept that. So I think there's something inside me that always uh, pushes me to the extreme to to push my limits, to do whatever it takes to get what I really want and to explore life and to learn more about life. Now, I never knew that that was considered part of the mindset. And I always thought that I am just different. Okay. But later on, when I grew up, when I faced a lot of obstacles, a lot of resistance in my life, a lot of changes in my life. I knew that for me to to live my life the way I really want, I have to be strong and I have to be in a certain state of mind. 
And I realized that, yes, it's all about having the proper mindset. It's about you. It's about you being strong. It's about you being prepared. It's about you, be, it's about you showing up for your own sake. You have to show up for your life. It's, it's, not, it's not just in business. It's in life, whether you're standing up for yourself as a woman or in your career or as a, you know, as a female, as a, as a mom. You have to stand up and show up for your own benefits. If you just, if you want to play the role of a victim and convince yourself that, ah, things are not going well because mm, you just always blame other things for your, let's say, losses or for your struggles or battles. I always noticed that it was a losing battle like this. So I always have to be strong and I always have to remind myself over and over and over again, writing things down, writing my objectives, writing that or taking decisions that I'm happy, that I always have to be happy no, ma no matter what is the situation or the financial situation, no matter what is the struggles that I have. I always remind myself that it's, it's just a lesson. If things are getting hard, I know that it's just a lesson and things are going to be good if I am treating things in a good way. So to be honest, I've been through a lot of things and I learned that my state of mind and how I treat things and how I look at things helped me so much in succeeding in the business, in succeeding in my life and getting out very strong from the first failure or failed marriage, from uh, losing the first business, from being kicked out of my job, all of these obstacles, I always reminded myself that it's just a lesson. Again, it's a chapter that is going to be part of my book that I'm going to write, that is going to be a bestseller. Otherwise, it's going to be a boring book. If it wasn't, if it did not have any struggle like that, it would be really boring. So it's just, again, reminding yourself of the good things that you really want to focus on and considering all the bad things that happen as a lesson to learn from. And that's it. Just throw it in, in the past. Just throw it. Don't look at it and just use it to push you forward. I don't know if it makes sense. <laughs> no, it does. It definitely does. It really, I feel like it boils down to perspective. And if you want to keep things in a positive perspective, I think it just empowers you to keep going. Definitely. Yeah. Now you threw out some really big obstacles over there, a failed marriage, a failed business. We heard how you were let go from your job as soon as you had your first child. What would you say your biggest obstacle you had to overcome was? In each stage of my life, there was something that at that time I considered as the biggest struggle. So at each phase, when you confront something and when, when you face something, an obstacle or, or a struggle, you think that this is the biggest thing and that you cannot survive this. And, oh my God, my life is just miserable. You know that you think that it's really, really, really big, but it's in each stage when you get over it and when you pass it and then an, another thing happens, you look back at things and you say, oh, that wasn't a big deal like compared to this one. But again, when I look at everything right now, seriously, I can't consider that there was a big struggle because if you are strong enough, if you are smart enough, you will know how to deal with it. Even if it's strong, even if it's very difficult, I mean, even if it's a very difficult thing, a situation, 
if you're smart enough, if you are empowering yourself to deal with, with struggles in life as uh, temporary defeats, if you look at it this way, then you know that eventually you're going to get out of it. But let me tell you just, as I said, a few examples of, of the struggles that I had. When I was in my 20s, you know, I come from an Arabic background and here it's not very easy for women to have boyfriends or to move in with their boyfriends and to try the marriage thing before, you know, getting really married. So we did not have that. And I was in my early 20s and I had my colleague and we had like a good relationship and he proposed to me and I was like, uh, you know what? He loves me so much. I think I should get married. It was so simple. Like there was no really, <laughs> we were young, you know, but I had big dreams. I had a lot of dreams that I wanted to do. And I felt that this is uh, not fulfilling, you know, just getting married and doing nothing, just a housewife. This is not fulfilling for me. And we had a divorce and it was like a big deal in the community, in the society and in my family to, for a girl to get divorced. This is, it's a taboo, you know? And I remember my mom was crying, my dad was crying, and everyone, they felt like their daughter, that's it. Like there's like a, a big X on top of my head that this girl, her life is over. You know what I mean? And I did not feel the same way. I felt that I was liberated. But at that time, at that stage, I felt that this is the biggest struggle of my life. My life is almost over because everybody made me feel that, made me feel that way. And after that, exactly feeling that I am very strong and liberated from what I've done as a bad marriage, everything happened in a, in a very different way, in a very good way. Like I excelled in my career. I traveled so much. I learned so much. And I felt that life was just, you know, like smiling at me. So that was one of the struggles. And being kicked out of my executive job was just crazy, you know? It was scary. Uh, this is another struggle. Uh, having when I was uh, when I was uh, an employee as well, and I had big savings, and I didn't know what to do. I was not an entrepreneur. I was just a good employee, and I had friends, and I trusted them, and I told them, "Listen, I'll give you seventy thousand dollars for you to invest in a restaurant. I have my job, but you can do that investment on my behalf." And they did it, and they disappeared after two months. And seriously. I don't know where are those people. I don't know what happened. And I just lost the $70,000. And at that time, it was a struggle. It was something scary. But again, I reminded myself that it's okay. It was my mistake. I did not do my homework. And um, next time, I'm going to do a better job in that. So yeah, it's all in here. I don't know if people can see, but it's all in your head. Wow. So I'm looking at my obstacles right now and thinking they're pretty small. <laughs> Yeah, when you look at other people, seriously, sometimes you realize that your obstacles and your struggles are really, really small when you, when you look at other people's real struggles. So you have to be grateful and you have to remind yourself that you'll get over it and things will be fine. Things will be just fine. I honestly just, I really love your outlook on life. It's very reassuring. I don't know if those were the right words yeah. I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, so I would like to talk about, um, you lost your job right as your daughter was born. And so you had to start building your business with a newborn. Can you kind of tell us what that experience was like? 
Uh, it was crazy because I also took the decision that I would stick with my baby and breastfeed her and be, you know, the perfect mom and just do everything naturally. And I don't know, I had just crazy ideas at that time that I, I really want to, but it was nice because I wanted to play the role of, of, of the mom to the fullest because I felt that at a certain point, this role would have been taken away from me if I continued in my job. So I wanted to give everything to my baby to the fullest. But at the same time, I wanted to survive. I wanted to keep the same level of, you know, the same standards that we used to live in, like me and my husband, you know, me and my husband, we left our jobs at the same time. So he decided to quit. I was kicked out, (laughs) but at the same time. So it wasn't easy because I remember the nights when I was like holding her, breastfeeding her while my other hand on the laptop creating um, explainer videos until now I'm using that explainer video for my business. And I cannot believe that I've done it in three nights. I learned the whole thing and I did it in just three nights. I still I still don't know how did I do that. But sometimes when you feel, uh, when you have this energy, the adrenaline, the belief that you want to do something, just all the powers just get in and there will be like a great outcome out of it. So it wasn't easy. I was a full mom, like literally no makeup, wearing just, uh, you know, my sleeping gown all the time and nursing all the time and, and holding my baby and on my laptop doing things day and night. We had no sleep, literally. I, I don't say that it's okay, but you know, it was a newborn baby crying all the time. There's no time for me to sleep, but at the same time we wanted to survive. And it was like, it was crazy, but it was one of the best days of my life because, because at that time I knew that sometimes tough things is the, is the thing that helps, helps you blossom and, and, explode or create great things in in life so again small defeats or struggles with consistency it will help you come up with great things in life absolutely love your stories and I think we can definitely relate to some of the things you're going through but for those people those wonderful women out there who are just in that startup phase what are your biggest tips tricks anything you can give us to help us kind of get through that phase and start seeing the success that we know we deserve So the number one thing, the number one thing that I advise anyone who is starting in this way, especially women, especially us, you know, sometimes we do not have the full support system around us. And whether it's your husband, your partner, your boyfriend, your mother, your sister, you you might not have them because most of the people will think that you are crazy when you are getting into this field in specific, especially if you had a job before. They will tell you you're crazy, that you're leaving the secure income and you're just starting, you know, this uh, weird journey. Or if you haven't had a job before and you wanted to pursue your dreams and just start something from scratch, uh, people will tell you that you are leaving your kids and you're selfish and you're leaving your kids for your own benefit. You know, sometimes you're going to hear all of these things. And what I believe the number one thing that really helped me focus was cutting the noise cutting the noise and not listening to negative people around you or people who are bringing you down. If you do not have the support system, then remember, remember 
you are your own support system. You have to constantly remind yourself that this is my objective. I can do this. I don't have to be perfect in everything. Okay. But there is a goal that I know what that I want to reach. And I cut anything else that is not going to help me achieve that goal. So unfortunately, I had to give up so many of my friends, not seeing them or talking to them, because I knew that everything that they're going to talk about is going to put me down and it's not going to help me move forward. So this is the number one thing that I think at the beginning is very, very important. Sometimes they say entrepreneurship is a lonely journey and sometimes it is, it feels it is. And uh, if you're not just strong enough to continue and if you allow any negative ideas to interfere, then it's going to hold you back and it's not going to help you. You might quit. If you want to be strong, you just have to cut the noise from the very beginning. So this is one of the quickest things that will help you move on and focus on other things to succeed. That's actually exactly what I needed to hear today. I've really been struggling with trying to keep my confidence up and my belief in myself when I have very realistic people in my life, as they'd like to call themselves. And mm-hmm. it's, it's been a journey. <laughs> realistic people, realistic people are the people who have not done it before, Joanna? You know, the thing is, those realistic people have never taken any risk in their lives. They have never anything new or make any change because they're always in their comfort zone. They, they haven't seen what does it look like on the other side. And they just give you from their perspective, being in the comfort zone, that what you're doing is just insane or what you're doing is not going to feed you or not going to feed your family. Remember, if you, if you scan or if you look at the success stories, literally around the world, all the success stories, those who made it, those who made it are the ones who constantly, they continued pursuing their dreams or doing what everybody was telling them that you're crazy doing it, okay? They're, these are the ones because those who did not make it, uh, they were like three feet away from the gold, three, three feet or three inch away from the gold. So you might be so close from achieving your goal, but sometimes those people just telling you that you're crazy, you're insane, you're selfish. If you are going to listen to them, then definitely you have to know that you are not going to make it. So remember, just if, if you need that heads up, just Trust me, you're doing great. And, it, and all the women out there, they have to just simply focus. Unfortunately, you might just lose a couple of realistic people, okay? And just stick to those unrealistic or maybe maybe to your virtual friend who, who lives inside your head who's going to take you to, to greatness. No, I love the idea of cutting the noise. Do you like, do you meditate or is there certain activities you do to help you cut the noise? I'll be honest. I'll be very, very honest. I'm an Arab woman. <laughs> and in our culture, meditation is, it's, it's a new thing. Still, we, we do it sometimes, but it's not other things. So it's kind of like, it's kind of fancy practice. Okay. We pray and in our prayers, there is like kind of meditation. Okay. But regardless of all these things, whether you want to meditation, whether you want to prayer 
speaking to God or to the universe or to the superpower, whatever you call it, okay? Again, it's about you taking the decision to never listen to someone who never had experience in what you're doing, to someone not more successful than you, not to listen to anyone who thinks that you're crazy, okay? Because just a reminder, this is what I do. I just remind myself and myself. And, and sometimes when you keep talking to yourself loud like this, it becomes the norm. It becomes like the routine, you know, it's uh, instilled inside you and you, you become very strong that you, that no one can touch you, untouchable, unstoppable. It's what happens. Like you don't care about other people what they literally, but it's just like a practice. And to do that, you need to talk to yourself loud and remind yourself that I'm not like that. I will not listen. I don't care about what they, this is what I'm going to do. And sometimes if you write your objectives down, it, it also helps you see it. So no matter who comes in and tell you that what you're doing is wrong, you just look at your objectives again and you're, you're back, you're set. I love your strength, your determination, and your just complete belief in yourself. It's very inspiring. And I just want to thank you for the wonderful time and conversation we just had. Thank you so much. It was awesome. I cannot wait to hear more from you and from your podcast. And I wish you all the best and God bless. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. If you liked today's episode, could you please take a minute to rate and review my show? It would mean the world to me. Also, let me know if you have any questions or if there's something in particular that you're struggling with so that we can cover it in future episodes. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. Remember, progress is being just 1% better today than you were yesterday. You got this, mama. See you on the next episode.